Hey, how's it going, my peoples? This is Eric, Fish Sticks Comedy Podcast. Before we dive in, got to give you a little bit of info. Actually, a lot of info. Got a lot of shows coming up. Uh, on 2-16, uh, that's just in a couple of days, Temple Baptist Church, Gainesville, Texas. We're doing a Valentine's banquet, I guess, a little post-Valentine's banquet. Uh, on February 22nd at Park Hill Baptist Church in Arkadelphia, Arkansas, we're going to be part of their family con. If you're in that area, go check that out. On that same day, February 22nd, uh, we're doing a show in Elkhorn, Wisconsin at the Osthoff Resort. This is for Apple Alliance Church and their Encounter Weekend. I think that's a big women's conference. Check that out if you're up in that area. On uh, February 23rd, the very next day, we're doing a public show in Racine, uh, Wisconsin, at the Racine Brewing Company. Uh, so go check out those uh, Milwaukee peeps up there. That's at 2.30 that afternoon. And then that same evening, 2.23, uh, we're doing a missions fundraiser at Word of Grace in Sheboygan Falls, Wisconsin. Man, we got a lot of shows. Uh, on 2.28... I'm going to be at the Lantana Community Church in Bartonville, Texas at 6.30 that evening. Don't miss it. Uh, and, of course, the conference, the uh, Christian Improv Comedy Conference coming up May 1st and 2nd at Calvary Chapel in Plano, Texas. Uh, you can register for that at christianimprovcomedy.com. You definitely don't want to miss that. Hey, I want to give a shout-out to Brook Life Church. We did a show there just last night. Uh, on the 14th, a little Valentine's show. That's in Muckwanago, Wisconsin. Uh, it was a sold-out show. We, we uh, debuted our new uh, format uh, called Premier Date Night, and it was a blast. Uh, so peace to all the Brooklife Church folks. Uh, hey, uh, check us out at fishstickscomedy.com. If you want to bring us out to your event, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on the Grams. Uh, you can send an email to Tammy at fishstickscomedy.com. That's T-A-M-M-Y. Or call us toll-free at 833-4-STICKS. That's the number four. And the word sticks. That's right. Oh, I'm so I don't have any <laughs> any stability to hold on to. No. Uh, hey, Drew, how's it going, buddy? Hey, it's going well. It's nice to uh, meet you via yeah, Squadcast. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, so, listeners, uh, welcome to the Fish Sticks Comedy Podcast. I'm Eric, as always, and I've got this dude, Drew. And this is a first uh, for the podcast. I have not met Drew before right now. We have not had, I feel like I know Drew. I've seen, I've seen Drew perform on, on video and on stream and stuff, but, um, but this is our first conversation. So uh, you're, you'll be getting the two of us getting to know each other a little bit. So uh, <laughs> welcome, Drew. Um, tell it. Uh, so, so Drew's one of our Atlanta sticks. Uh, if you've if you've been a listener of the podcast, you've heard us talk about the different cities that we kind of have uh, troops in. And Atlanta is one of our somewhat recent uh, additions. And Drew's part of that crew out there. So uh uh, how how excited are you excited? Are y'all what, what's what's give us the Atlanta update? <laughs> okay, what's sure. Going yeah, on? what's going uh, on out there? This just in. Uh, well, we uh, are relatively new. Like uh, like you said, we did our first show a couple of weeks ago, 
And uh, I think a couple of the members were really nervous, but I mean, yeah. I knew it was going to be, I, I knew it was going to be okay. I, I wasn't worried, uh, but it actually went better than I thought it did. And it definitely did better uh, uh, in the eyes of the people who were sort of nervous before the show. We performed for um, this Christian Academy on the South side of Louisville and the students just had a, I mean, they had a, a raucous good times, what it seemed cool. like, and the administration liked it. And so cool. um, I think there were a couple of shows that were born right out of that performance. Some people came up to Sweet. us and administration. So I'm just ready to get some more shows under our belt cool. and keep, keep rolling. Cool. Mm-hmm. So so it was all four of you at that show, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yep. All four. And uh, listeners, that's uh, I'm talking about Jessica. I'm talking about Corey. I'm talking about Rick. And and Drew and so so Drew are y'all you had said like there was a little bit of nervousness or whatever but uh, just just give me give me a little window listeners can listen also but give me a little window of like uh, uh, how the show went be a little more specific about like I mean tell tell us about it <laughs> well actually we were the second uh, slot in the uh, the order of events it was like a kickoff week for the student body so there were speakers and a curriculum person and a band was singing but we were the Bo- second yeah boring, boring. No. give me a break but the speaker for us was a was fine it was just like it was not exactly an an alley-oop into comedy it was kind of <laughs> like uh it was like uh it was kind of like a very serious you know all right, everybody inwardly think about your sins and how you can repent. It was kind of really, normally the message should be maybe closer to the end of the day because it was like, uh, you have your whole future ahead of you. Don't screw it up. Now let's bring on the comedy. Yay. Here's some comedians yeah. that make zero money. Yeah. No. It was like, yeah, exactly. Here's some improv comedians. Speaking of your career and future. Right. Yeah. Right. Here's some guys uh, about to make weird noises for an hour. Yeah. Um, it's but- so, it's so funny that you say that, you know, there's probably a million stories of like improv shows that have followed, you know, stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Real quick, I gotta, I gotta do this. Uh, so Smiley is one of the Dallas Sticks, and he and I used to kind of be in this other improv troupe together years ago. And we will never forget this uh, one show. It was for a, uh, it was like a, an award. I guess it was an award ceremony at this hospital, like for a lot of their employees and stuff. And it was Mash uh, themed. Uh, and so everybody was like dressed as like, you know, mash stuff, fatigues. And, and, uh, they had, they were going to have dinner before our improv show. Well, somebody had the mash theme song on loop, like literally for like an hour, like before our show. And I don't know if you know, the title of that song is suicide is painless is the name of that. Is the name of that theme song, and and not that it's super depressing, but but it literally looped for like an it hour. It was melancholy for sure. Before yeah, before we got up to do our show, and we were just like, "What is happening?" Uh, I have one but, request yeah. before we go on. I need you to play uh, this suicidal uh, theme <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> song right. for an hour. Yeah, right. Can we bring it down before yeah. our conversation? We like to start from a place, like a challenging place. <laughs> so. 
<laughs> we can only bring them up after. Yeah, that. it's only yeah. up from there. I, mean, like, I don't know. Uh, before we begin, can we just um, can anybody share some, uh, you know, maybe some of your prayer requests, maybe deaths, <laughs> sickness, illness, horrible trauma, yeah, horrible that, traumas yeah. that you want yeah. to relive? Okay, yeah, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Uh, so, but once I'm assuming once you guys kind of got your show going, <laughs> they were, they were into it. Yeah, they were ready. I think they needed a, it was stick silent before and then got oh, nice. kind of, yeah, raucous right. after. So, so do you think the four of you are, are meshing and like getting, you know, having fun together on, on stage? Do y'all feel comfortable with each other? I mean, I'm yeah. assuming you do. Yeah, I think we're having a good time. I think they're, um, I think Jessica being the only girl might have, she was starting to, I think she, she admitted as much as like, I was a little nervous about you guys. Uh, but, uh, but now that we've gotten to talk and we've practiced and played together, I think it's kind of like band of brothers trial by fire kind of thing. So like right, you're right. in the trenches and you're doing it, you kind of, it's just you guys up there. So you kind of sink or swim. And I think that, yeah, but even beyond that, you know, besides just that, I think we've, um, we're aligned in a lot of our cool. values and stuff and our, yeah. you know, we enjoy each other's company beyond improv, cool. I guess. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's awesome. Well, uh, I might, I, I shouldn't, uh, is this putting the cart before the horse? I don't know if that's the right <laughs> idiom, but I might be coming out that way. Uh, okay. not, not too long from now to maybe oh, cool. do a show, show with you guys. So, what's yeah, uh, up? Uh, let's, I, I don't, I don't really know you at all. I know, I know you are a theater professor. Is uh-huh. that correct? That's at right. Shorter University. So obviously yep. a theater background, but mm-hmm. I don't really know like your story that, I mean, I, I know you, it, with me, it was much the same where improv is kind of part of that theater background mm-hmm. and, you know, you're doing theater classes in high school and college and improv seems to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming maybe that was your road into improv, but uh, maybe I don't want to assume. Why don't you sort of uh, tell us what brought you to us, I guess? Uh, uh, sure. I mean, to be honest, I actually didn't find theater till like my junior year of college, really. Oh, I, wow. Wow. I I did theater growing up and um and I participated in plays in high school and uh but I never really thought that this was a viable career path like theater or majoring. I didn't right. even really major in it in college. I'm from like a there's like 3000 people in my hometown. So it's right. kind of a small town in southeastern Kentucky and I thought you could be a doctor, a lawyer, a teacher, <laughs> a factory worker or something else, you know. I didn't right. know that you could you know do the arts for a living. Um, I, I was a biology major for a couple of years and found okay. theater sort of sideways, but that's a different, you know, that's a different story. Yeah. I found improv, like I comedy, I've been obsessed with comedy since ugh, as long as I can remember. I know in fourth grade, I was trying to do Bill Clinton impersonation because my friend could do it. <laughs> and I was like trying very hard to do you know that. And, but my voice yeah. was too high. And then yeah. I, and I, my mom found a three and a half floppy disk. You know those things? Yeah, 3.5, sure. <laughs> so she found that, and I put it in, in mom and dad's computer, which still accepts those. And yeah. uh, it was a slideshow called The Theories of Comedy. And it had like incongruity Ooh. theory. And like, I was like Googling, huh. I was like Googling and making slideshows on comedy back wow. when I was a boy. 
<laughs> wow so and nothing's oh. funnier than definitions so but, uh, <laughs> right. well, but, I, yeah. but uh in seventh grade we put i was obsessed with whose line and we actually did a whose lines anyway show for the seventh grade talent show wow that's but, awesome but i did i've been doing comedy for and i did stand up in cincinnati for about a year oh. or so but and we did a sketch we had a sketch team in undergrad and i've started improv curriculums at every school that I've either studied yeah. at or taught at. But, um, yeah, I just kind of comedy has always been my first love and passion. And sure. now, and now that I do theater, it's like, I've been trying to advocate in higher ed for a long time, the importance of improv as a base class. Like it's usually like a warm up game or it's like, right. It's right. not, but it's an art form in and of itself. And it's the other half of acting. So like acting, yes. like action and preparation and Stanislavski and all that actioning and stuff. But then we don't have any sort of technique class time on the moment to moment spontaneity work. Not really. And so yeah. like, it should be acting one, improv one, acting two, improv two. We yeah. should have improv one, two, three, four as core classes. And so, you know, oh, that's, man. you're, I, you're yeah. my favorite. Yeah. Stick. You are instantly my favorite stick. No, I'm I'm right there with you. And I actually, uh, my my family and I, my wife and kids, we went to Boston uh, last summer, just as our little vacation. We had never been to Boston. Well, I had a former student. I'm a I'm a teacher also, and a former student of mine who's in his 30s now. This was, you know, I had him a long time ago. Um, he is a professor at Emerson uh, oh, yeah. in Boston. Mm-hmm. And he was on, uh, when I taught high school theater, uh, back in the two thousands, uh, I had sponsored an improv troupe at our high school and he was on that. And I did a, uh, we, I directed a show that year, uh, that was a Commedia show, the King Stag. And he was in that. Well, he's now literally a professor of comedy. Like they have one of the only, I know. Yeah. They that, have that comedy degree. Yeah, it's a BA so in comedy he, writing. He's yeah. A, yeah. Prof there. He's on that. Yes. That is uh, awesome. That's and, awesome. And, uh, and so we met up for lunch and I hadn't seen him in years. And, um, you know, of course he was doing the whole, like you started me on this path, <laughs> you know, and all that. But, but and his, his specialty or whatever uh, is Commedia dell'arte. And he was like, huh. you know, that, that play sad. that year. Yeah. And so, of course, that made me feel just amazing. Yeah. But but beyond that, the fact that you can go to Emerson and get a degree in comedy, that's you know, amazing. And, that's amazing. and so so I think that's happening a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it's just at, at Emerson uh, anymore, but but that's that specialty mm-hmm. that laser focus, you know, is kind of popping up around. So yeah, I think uh, Columbia College Chicago just started one too, a BA in comedy right writing and comedy performance yeah there might be like i think i've seen like four or so popping up right. um, so that, that um, gives me hope you know yeah. people are wrecking and they should they talk about it like it's i mean people know it's an art form but mm-hmm. but yeah you, you could never just you know focus on comedy it was always just well, within the, a whole theater thing well that's the tricky thing too as far as taking comedy out and sort of trying to quantify it because it's like you know like uh I think I heard somebody say comedy is kind of like this. It's a, it's a spirit, like the spirit of comedy. It's sort of a thing yeah. that's always moving. And it's like, if you go back and watch some of these old guys delivering their one-liners, it's like, I can appreciate it. And sometimes it's funny, but 
it just doesn't translate the same way as like contemporary standup does. It doesn't hit right. the same way. So it's like drilling down like an art form that's constantly moving and changing yeah. and each audience is different. And you know, so it's like, yeah, there, yeah. I think, but there are certain things that I, you know, you can nail down and pull out and say like, okay, well this tends to be uh, something that makes people laugh if yeah. you do this, but the comedic spirit, I guess, has been – it's kind of elusive, you know. Yeah, whether, I guess. You know? Yeah, Sean here in Dallas is a master at sort of old – you know, he he's a student of – I think what you were talking about, you know, the Bob Newhart. The cat and, skills. Uh, yeah, and, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. And and he he's a living testament to pulling out those kind of zingers and the, mm. that kind of physical comedy. Mm. It still just kills, you know, mm. it just mm-hmm. kills every time. So I think there definitely are sort of those old school uh, chops that like, everyone should be studying right yeah, yeah. definitely mm-hmm. but uh, but at the same time when you watch current stand-up it is way different than you know danger field yeah know, right right it. but so yeah it does change but i think i think and like buying and like multimedia too and then like right you know, it's like, right yeah or if you look at airplane versus like comedy is always you know moving yeah. around and yeah, there are right. there are tenants that you know tend yeah to my my daughter you know, my, my son's 18, my daughter's 20. And so they're sort of in that generation and they'll share with my wife and I, you know, these weird memes, <laughs> memes. these <laughs> weird videos. And a lot of times I'm cracking up, but sometimes I'm just like, what? I I, I, yeah. Like what? And they're it. just like, well, you know, cause you have to have a context of like this mm. other meme or this other video and right. Or a context of this weird, uh, you know, singer that i've never heard of you know and right. so it's like um i don't get this one they're like well so i guess I'm there's not, i guess you mind. say there are like universal there is a there are universal funny things but then there are also right. probably some things that there are parts of comedy that aren't universal and standard i guess right you know? I guess that's what makes it kind of exciting, I guess, and interesting. Yeah, yeah, it does. And it it makes me as an improviser, you know, bring into what Fistix does is because we ask for so many audience suggestions, Mm. you're going to get current stuff and or old stuff. And Mm. it it keeps me on my toes because I feel like I've got to be pretty well-rounded with cultural knowledge yeah you know, to, you see just to be able to riff on stuff right you need a, a copy of the times and a copy of the right. current tabloid <laughs> right yeah no. well, uh, so so you did a lot of con- i think i interrupted you at one point uh in your in your story uh, so you did some sketch, you said, in college. What, mm-hmm. what is this the first – this isn't the first improv group you've been a part of, or, um, or is no, it? No, I mean, I I, uh, I started an improv group when I was at Center College with a friend of mine, but I transferred out of Center and went to Northern Kentucky University. And I actually okay. didn't make the improv team there. <laughs> so uh, yeah. I started a sketch team called Little Miss. Okay. Well, I was with a group of guys that we started a, a comedy group called Little Miss Punchine. 
and uh, we uh, love uh, it. Love and it. we did like sketches and stuff. And I took that, you know, chip on my shoulder with me to graduate school. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start my own improv troupe and I'm going to let anybody on the team. <laughs> no auditions. Free play all day. Yeah, and all of a sudden yeah. I had like 40 or 50 people in there and people were yeah. in and out. And nobody was there. Yeah. And I, it's like, oh, shoot. That's why they have auditions. Right. So uh, instead, but I I did learn something, you know, I do workshops before the proper auditions. So like the other team, I remember performing in front of the team, like the members of the other team were just sitting in the audience, sort of like judging and watching you as you floundered about. And I was like, I was like, ah, I just got here. I just transferred schools and I don't know. uh." And so I was like, I'm going to do a series of workshops and then I'm going to let them do a show the, in front of an audience so that I can see how cool. well they picked up the principles. And that yeah. seemed to be, and that worked out great. Um, and so I started skip the script at Southern Mississippi and it's still going. And oh, I, that's cool. And I started a wildcat comedy, the skitty kitties at, <laughs> uh, at UK university of Kentucky. And uh, we started the Shorter Side Stitches with the Shorter Comedy Society here a couple of years ago. So I've got three uh, programs running right now. um, And they're still – yeah, that's that's kind of cool to get the baton to pass. But I think what I liked about the Fish Sticks was Wit and y'all did a similar sort of thing with like workshopping and getting to know. And then you do showcases. Then you select the members. That just seems like a much healthier – yeah, way, way to me than sort of like good luck. Do you either got it or you don't, kid? You know, right, right. Yeah, and we don't really believe that. You know? I don't either. Yeah, we we feel like there it's a craft that you can practice and get better at. And improv obviously gets better if you have done it with these same people for mm-hmm. a period of time. You know, mm-hmm. you start. You know, some of these guys I've done it with for decades now. And like, we just, I just know what they're thinking and I kind of see where they're going, you know? Mm. And so getting a group of people together for an extended period of time, uh, you know, we found that not only improves everybody, but it, it just gives you a better idea of how people are meshing. How they gel. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, uh, but yeah, we're super excited about you guys over in Atlanta. So yeah, and to find good Christian improv comedy is exciting. Right. It's like I'm, I'm not trying to disparage my fellow brothers and sisters out there. I'm just saying there's no, quite a bit no. of there's quite a bit of cheese, yep. and not quite funny. And so, but right. you can be funny and clean and right. family friendly without being like you know, oh, table for one. Uh, I'm (laughs) Lucifer. I'll be your (laughs) server. Just so you know, sin is on the menu. The cost is only your soul. Are you telling me that uh, murder costs the same as a lie? Oh, yes. Both cost your soul. Both are equally sinful. It's like, okay, I get it, bud. This is... More oh. like a sermon supplement, Heck like, yeah. you know. <laughs> what are you talking about? That is the sketch we do every show, <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, yeah. or like the story about yeah. the, you know, hey, they keep uh, kindergarten or something. Like they keep right. picking on JC over here, right. and he right. put nothing but love on everybody. It's like, uh, they've strapped okay. him up to the jungle gym, the jungle gym, right? and like what? It's like, okay, I'm. 
Is, there's not a lot of nuance oh, here. Hilarious. Not a lot of nuance and subtlety. <laughs> yeah, and that's what people, you know, e- even some of the fish sticks are like, what are we doing? Like, what is this Christian improv thing? And I'm like, it it's just a improv show. It's literally just an improv show. Mm-hmm. We're just a f- sort of a faith-based group of people, and right. we want to be sort of used by different churches or organizations or whoever, mm. you know, to just be a tool to be used for different, you know, to, for your ministry to bring us in and, and use us, you know, that's the extent of it. Really. The, the rest is just sort of how we, you know, carry ourselves and, and, uh, you know, keep our shows clean and sort of give God the glory and, and all of that. But yeah, the content people think, Oh, you're, you're doing scenes about Jonah and right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm yeah. like, no, I mean, if they throw if they those out of sure. suggestions, yeah. we'll take them, but, right, but right. they usually don't, you know, well, but, I think uh, that's the difference is like, you know, like we don't need to create a sub version of the main right. arts. Like right. I'm a Christian. So the theater that I do, whether it's something that somebody else wrote or it's a play that we wrote, my faith can't help but inform the art sure. because it's who I am. Yeah. But when it's like the reverse of that and you are like, this is not theater, this is Christian theater. So it becomes right. a subversion of the actual art instead of this is theater. Right. I'm a Christian. The light comes through inherently just because right. that's who I am. Right. You yeah, know, that's exactly. And, and yeah, some people want to compare it to like Christian music. And we, we all know that throughout the decades, Christian music has always kind of been trying to catch up to, you know, musical trends and stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's the right comparison. That's not really what we're doing. We're not doing Christian improv really. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're just doing improv, but we're just faith-based people in a faith-based organization. I think that's how I I look at it. I think you made a good point right there where you're talking about like Christian music or Christian theater or Christian, whatever if you keep trying to play catch up and trying to chameleon out to sort of like catch up to the standard that the world sets, that's not what we're supposed to do. Right. Excellence in the art and excellence in the craft is our everyday form of ministry just by being excellent in the art. And then they're like, Oh wow, how he does that. I want to get like that. If anything, we should set the standard. And then the other artists should be like, I want to be like that group because they are the best at it. And we should be as children right. of God, you know, we should be right. setting the standard, not catching up with the standard that the world sets, you know? Right. Or at least yeah. that's what I think. Oh, it's yeah. the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the inverse of the way it should be, I think, in some cases. Right. Right. Cool. Cool. Well, uh, you're not going to believe it, but we are about out of time. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, wow. <laughs> I know, I know it goes, it goes fast. Uh, we'll, uh, We'll we'll have you on again, of course, and uh, you know, dive further into whatever we want to dive into. But uh, sure, but yeah, these are these are just a way to get to know each other and chat about stuff. But uh, people, uh, Drew, uh, you know, I just met him, same as you, listeners. But uh, I think I can already uh, already vouch for him. He's a he's a good dude. So uh, <laughs> if you're in the if you're in the Atlanta, if you're in the Atlanta area and you hear about some fish stick shows, uh, definitely try to make it out there to see those guys. Uh, if you, you know, shorter university, let's throw, throw a plug out there. It's a good institution. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for a, for a university in the Atlanta area, but, uh, but Drew, I can't thank you enough for coming on, man. Hey, thanks for having me. It was great to meet you and, and chit chat a little bit. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. 
Awesome. All right. Well, we'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening, everybody. It's Fish Sticks Comedy Podcast. We out. Woo-hoo.